wasn't expecting this. It's been a while. Peace living with peace. I guess this is a uh, episode dos. I'm here with um I'm here with Lil. What's up, y'all? I'm here with my man Bees. What's going on, family? And um whenever I'm going through something and I get done talking to it with my peoples, I talk to my problems with Rick, Nerd, Ron, Steph, my brother. These is the next people I go to talk to because I like their perspective on things. So we gonna get into it. Why 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 are we here today, y'all? I think it's time for people to protect their mental. Word. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's time for everybody, you know, think about what's going on. Before they react. some things. Yeah. Look around, observe. You know, that's all a part of protecting your mental. Talk about, talk about a, talk about a scenario where you had to protect your mental. Every day. <laughs> Word, like, it is an everyday thing. Yeah, because if you're not protecting your mental every day, the devil always working. That's fact. So, at all like times, you gotta protect your mental when you're going to work. You gotta protect your mental when you going to the gym. Going to the gym, you gotta protect your mental because if you really try to get on your shit, lose weight, and you see all them other niggas around you already in shape going hard mm. it's gonna make you feel like your progress ain't going fast enough but it's like relax they had to they had to get there mm-hmm. so you know protect your mental don't think so hard about it just do you Word. give a little um introduction of who y'all are to the people like we had Lil on the show like in the background on a lot of uh church for the wild episodes but i figure it's time for us to really hear Lil, to really listen to what he got to say well, I'm Lil. Well, I'm the homie. We're I'm always home around. Man. I ain't never too far away, but I ain't never around. <laughs> you know? Bees. Oh, okay, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Bees a producer, y'all. You yeah. need them beats, hit my mans up. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just Bees. I'm regular. I like music. I love life. I love people. I love my loved ones. Mm-hmm. And I clearly like protecting my mental, so here to give y'all that knowledge. Mm-hmm. When God, when when we hear the this the title "protecting mental," what's the first thing that come to mind? Like, why is it important? Like, flat out, why is it important? Because I already know why it's important to me. Because if you're not protecting what's going on in your mind, you will be out here lost, and you will be into the wrong things. Like, you gotta really. Focus on what your goals and how you're going to move around in life. You can't be distracted at all. Stressing over things that's not really that important. You know what I mean? Can't do none of that. Like, stay focused. Yeah, I think protecting your mental is real valuable because, like, every, like I said earlier, the devil always working. So the moment you're not really protecting yourself, your guard is down and you're allowing that negative entity to, you know what I mean, do whatever it want. But if you're mental right, ain't no time for that. <laughs> so, like, um, Bees, describe a situation where, I guess, like, a family member was, like, trying to corrupt your mind, your mindset. And what did you do to, like, to, like, prevail? Specifically a family member? Family member, friend, whatever. Hmm. 
specific time somebody tried to corrupt my mind, basically. Mm -hmm. mm, that's hard. Because <laughs> you ain't let nobody corrupt I'm, you. Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I've been, or they like, try to trick you. I mean, just growing up, like, you know how it is in the city. I mean, there's there's hoods in every state. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, tell the people about growing up in Wilmington because yeah, they think like, it's all farms out here in Delaware. <laughs> Yo, nah. it's crazy you say that because when I was in college out Rhode Island, shout out to my Providence niggas and, you know what I mean, everybody I mm -hmm. met out there. Um, They was like, yo, you sound mad country. Yeah, they and do I'm say like, that. And I'm what? I've <laughs> never seen no farm. Like, nah, I ain't get it. But, yeah, that's... That's how they see it. That's what, that's what they hear from their surroundings. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been kind of hard to let people get over on me. The only time that's really happened was when my guard was down and I was not protecting my mental. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I've always been an observing person and just real aware of my surroundings and what's going on around me. So, I don't know. It's been kind of difficult. Right. But... Hmm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an example, just to for the people. Yeah, talk. The come people. on, come on, bees. Hmm. <laughs> nah, I'm fraud. I don't got one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got one. Lil' probably got one. What's up? I probably man? got one in the back of my brain, but I, can't, I really can't think. Of example, it. when you gotta protect your mental, a breakup. Mm. Mm. Okay. And a breakup. No matter what happens, you know, you got to always remember that you, at the end of the day, you still try to be the best person that you could be. Mm -hmm. No matter what that person think of you, what they going to tell somebody else about you, you still know who you is. Mm -hmm. And you can't let none of that other shit distract you from being you at all. Keep going, keep moving, you know what I mean? Especially if you're young. Yeah, for sure. Breakup's going to happen. That shit is mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> mandatory breakups. It's mandatory. Yeah, I go through experience. How you gonna learn? Right. That's facts. Yeah. Um. Look, I know you work with like. Describe your work with the people. I work with people with intellectual disabilities. Mhm. Mm and how were you before? Before. Before working there, prior to working. There. I always thought I had patience. <laughs> I always thought I was a very patient person. Until I got around these niggas. <laughs> yeah, they going to test you in every way possible because it's real shit. Sometimes they can't control it and sometimes they really just want to fuck with you and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. So this shit really tested my patience on a whole nother level. It's like I can't let regular people bother me no more because mm. I go to work with niggas that really got problems. Mental problem. Real shit. They like, not protecting their mental. I ain't know what real bipolar was until I seen a bitch cuss me out for no reason. Just <laughs> sitting down eating her lunch and looked at me. You fat nigga? God damn. Sheesh. Having a great day. <laughs> you can't do nothing. God bless. Right. It's like, cool though, man. It got its times. But it's fun. It's fun to me. Right. So you would you say like you had to be a... A mentally strong person to do that type of work every day. Hell yeah. It ain't about being physical. It ain't about worrying about retarded strength or none of that shit. Because you can talk all of them out of it if you're really mentally strong. Mm -hmm. If you can really, you can just sit them down like, you know, you really don't want to do this. You don't want to be upset right now. You just need to relax. Calm down. Think about it. Right. You know what I mean? 
And that shit helped me out in real life. Because I be having to tell myself that shit now. Like, the fuck is you really mad for? Right, it's going <laughs> down. Mm-hmm. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's one thing that helped me out along the way, too. Like, being able to just see from different perspectives. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's real hard for me to get mad at somebody. Because I can... I put myself in their shoes. Yeah. So I can I can understand a lot. And on the real, on the real, at the end of the day... Everybody just want love, man. Word. Just their ways and expressing it and showing it is how they were shown growing up, and not everybody was shown the same thing. That's so true. we all just fighting for that connection because mm-hmm. we all one. You know what I mean? God bless. Word. All right, bees. <laughs> I hear you, bees. <laughs> Word. So how is um for bees? How is living in the city? Like change your perspective, like because I know you you talking to people every day working at Deli Bread. Right, shout out to Deli Bread too, in the building, right. Five West Fourth Street, Wilmington, Delaware. Come yes. check us out. Black owned store, convenience store, yes. conscious store, right? Yeah, yeah the, the poppies con- don't own this one. Nah, right? nah, we the poppies. <laughs> Word, black poppies, black man. <laughs> but um, nah, the city really helped me out. Honestly, I won't. I, I won't say the city did help me. But leaving the city also helped me because it, it opened my mind to what else was out there. And I, I think that's what cripples a lot of people. They, they're born in this box mm-hmm. around people who never want to leave the box. So they, they grow accustomed to that. They don't want to leave neither. But when you step outside of the box, you see this big-ass world. And you're just like, damn. Like, it's so much more in store than repping West Side, repping North Side, Riverside, yeah. this right. block, that block. A block that was... Named by somebody you don't even know. Mm-hmm. They gonna knock it down and grow whatever they want there whenever they want. You like, don't even own the block. You don't own the block. <laughs> it's not your block. <laughs> but yeah, like it's a lot it's like crabs in a bucket kinda. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Nobody really wanna see nobody shine. But um the you can tell the ones that are genuine. And I I take pride in those people. I show love to them every chance I get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Every, shit, I'm over here in the Peace Palace. Right. You know what I mean? Love showing love. Always. But, yeah. Word. Now, one thing about being in the city and Wilmington, for people that, they going to keep it as real as possible with you. Like, nobody sugarcoats nothing. That's When I was out there, that's how I grew up out there. Nobody sugarcoated nothing. If you was doing something dumb, everybody would let you know you was doing something dumb. Facts. You gonna be embarrassed, for <laughs> <laughs> real. So how was it like um, living in Wilmington and then like moving to Newark? Like, what was the changes? That shit was fucking weird. <laughs> Yo, when I moved to Newark, that's my first time like actually not seeing kids outside playing. Mm. Growing up in the city, I'm I'm a kid. We all was outside on the block all day. We had to be forced to come in the house. I moved to Newark. I had to find kids. <laughs> like, it was no, they was nowhere to be found. I didn't know what happened. A little white boy walked up on me one day. And he was like, hey, you want to play baseball? I was like, I don't know how to play that shit, but I heard. Right. It was cool, but that was one kid, and that was like my first month. I met one kid. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking weird. Like, nobody was outside. It was no stores, no corner stores. Like, can you imagine that shit? No fucking corner stores. I got to go all the way <laughs> over here to get a bag of chips like this retarded yo on the real me and you opposites cause like I was born in Newcastle then I moved to Claymont and it was like that out there like 
people scattered, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Rarely kids out. You just had your group of friends. And then I moved in the city over east side and then block jumping every night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, saying. had to force me to come in the crib. So I, that's why I came from going into, I, I hated being on Newark. It took me to about high school to actually know people out there and, like, hang out with them. Because mm-hmm. even when I knew the ones out there, they'd see me every once in a while. I'm going back in the city, man. Yeah. I'm taking the bus. I'm, my sister going to take me out there or something. I'm not chilling out here with you Newark niggas. <laughs> man, that's how I felt. Let's, um, let's, what will, if you're not protecting your mental, what will go wrong? You're going to crash. You're going to crash? Yeah, Sometimes can... it might take a while to crash, and you're going to go through some torture. Because yes. I know you was, like, recently telling me, bees. you was, like, um, like, a lot of things stem from when you're young. And, yeah. like, so explain, explain more of what you, what you was saying. All right, me personally, that. I don't call myself OG because I think I'm original gangster and none of that shit. <laughs> I was raised by them type dudes. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? They, they raised me in ways I didn't understand until I got older, like, woken up by banging on the wall yo get the fuck up it's child time like mm-hmm. i was in jail and mm-hmm. i had no idea i had to help hold out phone books till my arms got tired for no reason and how old was you was you doing this i was like eight like oh. it was on some bullshit for real for real but like looking back it was like damn today i fear no man like you know what i'm saying because of the person that did that mm. and i think he did that at the time he came around shout out to my step pop pop chill right but um yeah, he came in my life when I was like two, but my real dad wasn't really, he was in my life, but not really there. Mm-hmm. So that male figure was missing. He seen that when he came in and he was just on it. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's, you know what I mean? That kind of, it definitely shaped me into the man I am today. But um, yeah, like how you raised definitely affects your mental right now. Like if you're not showing no knowledge, growing up, no guidance, it's going to show through your moves. It's going to show through how you maneuver. Mm-hmm. Like... Yo, if you're not shown no love growing up, that's if you're not gonna, shown no that's love, that's what I'm saying. If you're not shown oh, okay, no yeah, love, yeah, yeah. you ain't gonna ever show love. You're not gonna really know how to, and you're not gonna know how to receive it. Mm-hmm. That's a, and I see a lot of hurt people don't know how to receive it. They don't know it. how to receive it. They don't know what it means for somebody to be nice to them. Like, why are you doing this? Back the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like why do people do that? A lot of people do that because they don't know what love is. Like you gotta understand, everybody parents ain't good parents. Yo, some I was talking to somebody the other day, and they was like, "Words change. Like the definition of words change per person. Mm-hmm. Like my definition of love could be different from yours. Yeah. So you know what I mean? I could tell you I love you. Like yo, I hold you down no matter what. As a, like somebody being a female, I could say that. Mm-hmm. And then she can hear that and receive it as, I'm in love with you. Like, I'm going to marry you. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? It's not nah. And dead that shit. But it's like a total miscommunication. You know what I'm saying? But through discussing, that's what communication is for. Y'all get that understanding. And yeah. mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Understanding for real. Like, how people don't understand each other. So they either brush it off or just say, fuck it. Communication is really key. Facts. Yeah, everything. You got to yeah. talk to a motherfucker to know who they are. Like. A lot of people judge. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially off of just you can't even judge off one conversation. Like I mean, you gotta talk to somebody. To know Everybody got is. layers for real. Yeah. We all we all our own onion. Ooh, ooh. And speaking of layers, 
Oh, my fault. <clears throat> Speaking of layers, like, we're born perfect as babies, and we become imperfect through... Trials this, and tribulations? Well, also that, but, like, false realities of society, just everything, like, just packed on top of us, and by the time we get our own consciousness, we like, damn... And it's really up to us. Do we want to peel all this shit off and, like, break free? Or are we going to succumb to whatever we became? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people just, like, fucking going with the flow. But people like us, like, nah, we peeling them layers that not needed to be there and adding some, some real shit. Like. Word. I agree. And <laughs> social media fucking niggas mental up, too. Man. You think so? Talk oh, about yeah. it. Social media, especially Instagram. A lot of... It's 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 the fraud, but it's then you know I think some people fraud and actually start to believe they fraud. Mm. <laughs> you what know, you mean by that? <laughs> like they believe that they this and that, and they really not mm. because they get that they get that feedback like oh yeah, it's like you really not. They don't know you. That's why they telling you and encouraging this shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like I done seen that shit. It's weird. I can't get down with it. That's, that's why, why I, he deleted it. I got Twitter and Snapchat, and that's because Twitter is just a fucking newspaper to me. Right. <laughs> For real. Any and everything is on Twitter. And Snapchat, yeah. man, I be geeking. Sometimes I make a video and do a little comedy shit, but <laughs> other than that. Yeah, shout really out to Lil on Snapchat. Lil, we funny on Snapchat. Yeah, Plug your Snapchat real quick, oh, Lil. Yeah, it's a real Lil. R E A L L E E L. My man's real little. <laughs> Playing the simple. Worry, but um, we gonna go to a break real quick. I know somebody wanna roll up or pour up. We got wine in the building that little brongas. So yeah, we'll be back after this. Peace, living with me. Let's get it. Yeah. With love in my heart. The Lord told me what nobody else gonna do it for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. At seven sharp, I watch mom heat our dinners up. I used to wonder why she never eat dinner much. I hit my first dice game on some beginner's luck, and they good all week. Meet the winners, chump. We was wild in those days, we don't sin as much. Got a lot more going, but we don't grin as much It's still cops and robbers, but we don't pretend as much All that stimulus money, and they don't send us much Looking for a break, but we don't really bend as much Homes is going up, and they don't even lend as much It's still red or blue, and they don't really blend it much Police try and break it up, but they don't end it much Tonight a young man was shot is where they ended up So don't tell me swine flu gonna be the end of us I believe God can see us before he send us up and I don't know about you, but he made men of us Yeah, this is all on me From the west side, L-O-V-E uh-huh. You might never see nothing like me nah. You might never hear nothing like me again nah. I'm back looking like me again Telling niggas it's me again It's me again it's me again I used to pray my dad's mom would always stay around It's been a long 10 years since we laid it down Sometimes I pass by a building on my way through town If I told her I was rapping it would have made her smile 
To see me at 25, it would've made her why Wish I could write the songs then, I could've made her now I once told my pops that I hated school He gave me 60 bucks a week and I made it through I knew them books was half truths, but I played it cool Then I planned the future, then I made it move Now the world goes anywhere I tell it to I'm just an example, that's what I'm telling you From the west side with love's what I'm mailing you Politicians should be assisting, not failing you So you could go around trying to tell the truth Be careful who you tell it to Yeah This is all on me From the west side, L-O-V-E You might never see nothing like me You might never hear nothing like me again I'm back looking like me again Tell them niggas it's me again It's me again It's me again My mind is the strongest muscle in my body I can make anything happen Just gotta add a little love, a little dedication Give it some time and watch it grow Hard work can take you anywhere you wanna go If you don't believe nothing else, you can bet on that Keep your head up high and never look back Know it's only one person that can stop you from getting what you want And that's yourself You just gotta push yourself to be the best And don't worry about nobody else Remember theirs ain't got nothing to do with yours You hear me? favorite joints from Dom Kennedy called Me Again. I always listen to that song when I need to restore my energy. You know, I know we all got a song that we listen to that restores our energies, restores our vibes. So tell the people what you listen to when you need to feel that feeling, Lil. Migos. The Migos. (laughs) What track though? T-shirt. Which one? It depends on the feeling though, like. The feeling where you gotta listen to it to like Liber- you down and out and Liberate you gotta listen yourself. to that song. Yeah, cause you never know. I might want to be in a chill mood. I'll listen. I'll listen to the young rich nigga track when they went over the uh, the Biggie beat when mm. they had the Notorious Thugs beat. Mm. I'll listen to that. Is that joint smoother than Call Casting? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're trying to turn up, you listen to that shit. Right. What about you, bees? I ain't even gonna hold you. Mine's gotta be the the beans and Jay Z somehow, some way. Mm. That's a good Something one. Something about that beat, man. Everything. That should make you cry. Nah, nah, you know what'll make you cry for real? Uh the other joint with beans and Jay Z, uh oh. Where have you been? Yeah. That's that shit. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. And he turned up two niggas on track together. Talking about they pops. Mm. You might gotta play that one. <laughs> you might have to. Right. But um let's tell the people about a time where we needed to get over something like 
something that really helped us get through it. Like one of our toughest times in our lives. You ain't gotta try to make nobody cry, but if you want to, it's up to you. Try to make somebody <laughs> cry, B. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> the reality of some shit just might do that. You never know. Where life really real though. Life really real, man. Shit. Man, I remember the situation. Mm. It was humbling, too. It always is. It was real humbling. I was messing with this chick. For, you know what? I did it to myself, man. Because I ain't had no guidance. Mm. I wasn't protecting my mental. I was out here doing everything, man. Slapping booties and all that. Running wild, man. Whole time had a girlfriend. Mm. So what yeah. happened? Like, lost, what's up? Lost that trust, and it was a wrap. So from there on, I had to, I had to protect my mental, but I was doing it wrong. I was. You lucky she ain't cut you. Yeah, yeah, very Girl, lucky. She was doing you right too. Yeah. Why yeah. you was doing that though? Why was you smacking butts and all that? I mean, I was exaggerating with this. Oh, all right. I was in high school. That's why I used that. Oh, okay, okay. But um, <laughs> nah, I just I ain't never had nothing real, so I got I got greedy, as mm. you I guess you can say. Like what we was talking about earlier about people. Receiving love, they don't know how to mm, receive yo, it. Yo, and that's exactly what was that case. But um, it was a reality check. So after that, like, I just was openly giving love and just was, you know, what I mean, trying to, I guess, prove that I wasn't that person. Mm. But with them proving that, it was like basically showing all my cards. So Jones was able to. Oh, all right, well. Try to get over with Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it was my karma, I believe, for mm-hmm. doing that and then making myself that vulnerable. And I put myself through that shit. But, yeah, that woke me up, man. So now I'm just I'm on some new shit. <laughs> you on that supreme love wave. I'm on that supreme love, man. It's all about your intentions. Word. Like, as long as your intentions are pure and you, you know what I mean, you a genuine individual. So it's like you had to go through that to get to where you at now. It's like riding a bike. Sometimes you got to fall off to get your pedal game right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Lil? See, I was almost like that. See, me, I'm real honest. Mm-hmm. I don't be lying about what I want, what my intentions is, especially at first. Until I really had something that I like. She was real honest. <laughs> Feel me? She wasn't on me as much as I was on her. So I got humble. Yeah. So I, was, I couldn't treat everybody like that just because I ain't fucking, you know. So now I'm like, if I really don't like you like that, I'll just leave you alone. You know, we could be cool, but I ain't going to let you take it to that next level. So mm-hmm. you ain't going to really lean on. Nah. You don't do the lead on. That shit cause problems, yo. You text messages all over the place. They call your phone. Your phone dying. Like, <laughs> It's too much when well, you could just be honest and up front, like mm-hmm. just relax. Right, I feel that. Definitely feel that. So um, let's go into another topic. We kinda already dipped into it for real, for real. As far as like women, I feel like we already touched on it. 
I mean, we ain't gonna never understand them. Ever. You don't think so? It's, it's impossible. My dad told me that. Even it's impossible years. to understand women. Nah, a man no, is never going to be nothing. able to understand the mind. Come on, bees, tell him. Nothing is impossible, my brother. I hear that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all, back to what we were saying earlier, it's all about the communication. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't really have a, no, I'm not even going to say I don't really have, I don't have a religion. I don't really have none of that, you know what I'm saying? But I'm open to all information. You know what I'm saying? I let my mind decide if it's what I need or not. But if somebody swing me something and it look like something I want to look into, I look into it. And saying that, I'm bringing up numerology like one plus two equals three. Knowledge is one. Two is wisdom. Three is understanding. So, oh, one is also man. So, if man is knowledge... And he applies that knowledge to get a woman, which is the wisdom. That's their understanding. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So let's say if all I know, my knowledge is, yo, what's up, bitch? Like, <laughs> yo, you know, I know that's mad vulgar, but tear me out. That's just all I all I know how to get Jones. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are certain Jones that respond to that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I apply that knowledge that I know. And get that wisdom, that female. Mm-hmm. And that's our understanding. And that's why you have some kids growing up the way they are because they come from that understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Like you can, I feel like you can understand you're a woman. Mm-hmm. And that really means you just understand when to shut the fuck up and leave her alone. You still don't understand why she just went through that random shit. But what if, what if she tell you, though? What if she tell you why she was Most doing all time, that? She just tell you to leave them the fuck alone. <laughs> I mean, that's a part of the communication. If the, you know what I mean, if she say that, I'm then, cool with that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. We I'm not understand you with him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so babe, what? You go, yo, just the, ah, you got it, baby. I love you. Yeah, <laughs> do your thing. What's, what's the um? What's the biggest lesson that women taught you? Man, it's crazy because. A lot of women be failing this lesson, but my mama taught me. Mm. Give unconditional love to not even specific ones. Just just give unconditional love. When you if you choose to give love, do it unconditionally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why when things go wrong with supposed loved ones, I look at it crazy because like whether it's a relationship or a friendship. It should be genuine. You know what I'm saying? So when it's not, I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is up with you? Why are you doing that for? Yeah. But. That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, it's life. Right. Like giving a curse. I got another one. Like, why should, why men should respect women, even the ones that don't respect themselves? Like, what would you, why should you respect women like that? Lil, you want to start this off? Why not? <laughs> like, what? Real, why not? Why not respect women? What the fuck? Because some people I don't mean, respect women if... because they don't respect themselves, and it's like just because she don't respect herself, why do you have to mistreat her? Like maybe you could show her another way. See, I respect all people because I feel like you gotta give respect to receive it. 
I don't, you know what I mean? So it's like, why disrespect somebody? Unless you, unless niggas plan on being gay, why disrespect something that you going to end up spending the rest of your life with? Like, shit. You going to settle down eventually. You going to, even if you don't settle down, you going to be with women, period. Yeah. Even, you yeah. don't want to disrespect yourself out the loop. Like, exactly. You ain't going to get nothing. <laughs> I was just about to say, you sad <laughs> and angry and shit. I don't understand that shit. I understand some niggas don't, you know, got bad relationships with their moms or been abused and all that. But that's a, you can't blame everybody for. Mm. for but what if they grew up and they don't know how to respect a woman? Take your time, and then let. It'd be hard because some people only only know to disrespect women. Some men only back know how to, to do that. Yeah, yeah back true. to that knowledge that's plus some, wisdom equals understanding. Yeah, and that's how you raise shit like. I feel like parenting is to blame for a lot of shit that goes on nowadays. Like the mind, the child, uh, uh, the mind of a child like is easy to develop. Like you can teach them right then while they're young, yeah. and it's gonna go up with them. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. wait till a little boy or girl turn twelve, thirteen, and now you want to instill rules and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. teach that shit at three, four, five. You know what I mean? Even if it come with a little slap on the leg, I ain't telling people to beat the shit out your kids, but. Sometimes you gotta hit the leg or something, hit the arm or something. You know what I mean? Tap the hand with a yeah, with a tap the hand. No, with a you can't do that. But <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what like, my grandma used to do. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of young parents out here scared to whoop their kids' ass. There's a lot of young parents making their kids their best friends, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you he's not, not your little you're not brother. Going, yeah, or like, definitely not your brother. Because even with your best friend, you're not gonna constantly tell your best friend what to do and how to live your life. But as a parent. When you try to raise something from young to grown, you need to tell them a few things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it, and it's also hard because of the things they were taught. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's not really... It was crazy how I found this. I found this awesome. Like, I think it was some Pokemon shit. <laughs> Mewtwo or some wild Pokemon shit. But this nigga go. said, it's not... It's not the circumstances of which one was born, but what they choose to do with the gift of life. Mm. And that's real shit. Like Pokemon taught you that? Yo, it was on a it was on a Pokemon episode in like different language so they had the subtitles. And that shit. I was like, what? See? It's Don't gems and everything. It's gems and everything. Like that's real because back to um how leaving the city protected is also protecting my mind because in the city, I got hood niggas I'm, I befriended and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then going to college, I got nerds that ain't never seen the hood that I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. But if I link them too, it'll all be love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to find some shit like that somewhere. Like there's certain people that don't want to fuck with nobody else outside of people like them. Mm-hmm. And it's other people who scared to go around people not like them. So you kind of like bridge that gap. Yeah. And... I feel like we all do that, honestly. Yeah, that's why we all in this front for real. Word. I agree. Word. What you got for us, niece? Let's go to another break. DJ No Answer, you scrolling. Let's go to another break real quick. Let's take it, man. Uh, you double tapping? <laughs> oh, but hold up, hold up. Before we do that, everyone that's listening, subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Type in Church for the Wild. Follow us on Twitter, CFTW Podcast. Follow me at Jamisa, J A M I 
S A A A. Follow B's at OG the Messiah on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Follow Lil. Keeping it Lil. K E E P I N I T underscore L E E L. And follow the greatest project. I said project. Greatest project podcast. <laughs> the greatest podcast DJ project in the Pets. world. DJ at DJ No Answer. We'll be back after this break. Say this shit. Hey, hey, Dad. Yeah, it's your boy. <laughs> Remember me? I want to talk to you, Scrap. I remember being kicked out the house cause I look just like you Said I'd be nothing but a crook, just like you Even niggas in the hood was shook, well they just like you Cause all they said was little whitey, look I'm just like you But dog I can't see it at all, shit You never kicked it at all, we never pitched a kick to the ball Dog you never taught me shit, how to fight, ride a bike, fix the flat None of that sorts of shit, nigga you was an abusive pop Fuck you left me out the dry, stuck Gotta teach news the box. Gotta teach news the block. And that ain't the half of it, man. I gotta teach news the block. It's about time we have a father to son. Sit down, let me tell you about your fatherless sons. How they grew to be men and father they sons, father they daughters. Nigga, you left a fatherless daughter. I never follow your orders. Nigga, you make me sick. Pussy, you can. Gonna leave these memories in the back of my mind. I can see a clearest day. You smacking my mom. Remember that day you showed me that gat that I put in my palm when I was young and said that would be mine. You turned me out. The reason why I hit the block. Reason why I tried to hit them cops. Reason why I started hitting shops. Reason why I started getting licked and drinking syrup and skipping court. Gingerbread man, never think of getting caught. Look at your hands, man. Damn you, fork. Nigga, you left my mom. Left us with no goodbyes. You left us out to drive. You left us with no letters, notes, no replies, no digits, numbers. Was none listed. You left me with some of my loneliest nights, nigga. Some of my hungriest nights. Shit. You one of the reasons for years. Shit embarrassing, damn We used to think money was white Yeah, you gave us life Like fruit from a plant We ain't eat right from them foods from them stamps And damn, she was my pop Man, I gotta stop And when you come home, you gotta share all alone Mommy, where daddy went? You always take up for him Always said you make up for him you cheating on him? Why he's always beating on you? Daddy, where have you been? Nigga, you gon' hear me out. I wanted to walk just like you. Wanted to talk just like you. Often mama said I look too much and I thought just like you. Wanted to drink Millenips and smoke new Porsche just like you. But you left me. Now I'm going to court just like you. I would say my daddy loves me and he'll never go away. Bullshit. Do you even remember December's my birthday? Do you even remember the tender boy? You turned into a cold young man with one goal and one plan. Get mommy out of some jam. She was always in one. Always short with the 
income, always late with the rent You said you was coming through, I was staying in the hallway Waiting. Always playing the bench, Waiting. and that day came and went Fuck you, very much you show me the worst kind of pain But I'm stronger and trust me I will never hurt again Will never ask mommy, why daddy don't love me Why's we so poor, why's life so ugly Mommy, why is your eyes puffy? Please don't cry, everything'll be alright I know it's dark now, but we gon' see the light It's us against the world, we don't need them, right? Right. Mommy driving sixes now, yeah. I got riches now yeah. I bought a nice home for both of my sisters now We doing real good, we don't miss you now See how life twists around, fuck em. Daddy, where have you been? And when you come home, you gotta stay all alone Mommy Take a flame, always did you make a form Mommy, what happened then? Who was you cheating on him? Why was always beating on you? Daddy, where have you been? Nigga, you gonna hear me out Damn, who was that? Jay-Z and who? Beans, man, where have you been? <laughs> Dynasty album that was a good one. Rock long that joint touched somebody's soul. The beat was That's fire too. Oh yeah, I'm a, yeah, I gotta cook up some shit after this. One. <laughs> That's a fact. Word. So like bees, like that was bees. That was one of bees' requests. Requests. Yeah, requests. So Jeez. what does that what does that song mean to you? Like where was you? Like how Honestly, does it touch you? Like growing up for real, for real. And I hate, I'm not throwing no shade on my pop. I love him to death. But, like, he had his, you know what I mean, his shit going on. So he wasn't really around like that. And at the time, I I understand why. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Make a long story short, listening to the music, you know what I mean, my love for it, came across this shit. And it's like, yo. This is what you was feeling. Word, like. And my mom know how I feel about it. Like me and her be spitting that shit back to back, bar for bar. Like, mm, that's real. <laughs> like, word. Like, <laughs> like, we used to think money was white. <laughs> <Words. laughs> Even though my pops ain't never give up no stamps, but you know what I'm the saying. Stamps. That shit was real. Like really real. Yo, let's talk about the toughest time, Lil. You got one for us? My toughest times in life. My toughest times in life ain't no relationship shit. It's really on some life shit. So look. Talk about it. Me and my man, Ricky J. Reyes. Mm-hmm. That's like my right hand man. Is. Is my right hand mm-hmm. man. By the thing. We upped and dipped to Miami one time. Mm-hmm. Just out of nowhere. Like the nigga told me on a Saturday. He said, yo, you want to go to Miami? I said, yeah, but we ain't got no fucking money. He was like, nah, we we moving. We gonna find jobs and everything. I'm like, all right, just let me know, man. I'll get some money, we get a plane ticket. <laughs> Nigga literally let me know on Monday. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, got plane ticket, we out Friday. Mm-hmm. I said, what? <laughs> like, no bullshit. So I caught the plane ticket by, like, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We was out Friday. No, no lie. Friday midnight, we was in Miami, and we was there to stay. In our minds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we went through some shit out there. We were supposed to be out there with a homie mm-hmm. who turned out to not be a homie. You know what I mean? And we probably going to talk about niggas like that later. Mm-hmm. But I ain't even going to get too deep in that, you know. Why you Basically, think he treated y'all like that since y'all man, took that leap? I don't, I don't know. I still don't know. I don't even try to 
figure him out. That's his life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me and Rick, though, we, we stayed cool. We stayed between us two. We made sure we survived and was good throughout that whole trip. Everything was cool, though. That love, that trip was love. I'll never take it back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, fast forward like 12 months, like 10 months. I'm going to say 10 months. Mm-hmm. I goes back for my 21st birthday. I come back to Delaware. Mm-hmm. Celebrate with all fam. I had big ass barbecue at my crib. Shit was crazy. I get ready to go back to Miami. Mm-hmm. But I gotta go back to work. I plan on still living out there. Like I'm telling niggas, I ain't never coming back. Y'all gonna see me on visit? Yeah. <laughs> so on the way to Miami, I get into some trouble. You know, I basically get locked up for like two months. Locked up where? In fucking Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, wow. I was booked. Chatham County. Fuck y'all. Yeah. So. <laughs> I Fuck guess, 12. Yeah, so I guess locked up out there for two months for some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Set me all the way back because I'm sitting there thinking everything good, life flowing, everything going my way. I got mm-hmm. the good job. I'm about to be manager. Mm-hmm. And I'm in Miami. I'm working on South Beach. I ain't got no problems. And everything shut the fuck down. Not only everything shut down, I got a record now. You know what I mean? So now I'm that thinking, was your first record? Yeah, so I'm now first time ever doing being in jail. You know what I mean? So I'm the whole jail time was humbling because I'm around niggas I don't know. Mm-hmm. Never seen before. I don't even know nothing about being niggas this country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? Like I'm from Delaware. They, country bumpkins up for north real. Nigga, you know, New York niggas say we country, but nah, take your ass down below them South Carolinas and shit. I'm in the South. Niggas think we all talk like we from New York and shit. Like I say, yo, B. And I'm like, I don't even talk like that. Mm, so that so was that's how they was looking at Yeah, so, you know, I'm normally the one that's always bidding on people. But right now, I'm like outnumbered. I can't bid on nobody. I might get my ass beat. Mm-hmm. So it humbled me a lot. <laughs> Word. It let me uh, focus on my surroundings a whole lot. So, mm-hmm. like, mentally, when you had got locked up, like, what was you going through? Like, what was you thinking about? I was thinking about how I fucked up and my dad told me not to do the shit before I did. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking about the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, the nigga told me not to do it. I did it anyway. Look where I'm at. <laughs> Listen to <laughs> you your know parents. So that's one thing that stuck to me. Another thing that stuck to me was like, I'm grown. I just turned 21 literally like a week ago. Mm. I got to get on my shit when I get out here. I can't, you know, if maybe this would happen when I was a young boy, I probably wouldn't have thought of it that serious. I'm like, I got years. I get my, I'm 21. Life about to happen. Mm. And I just caught a, I just caught a record. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I probably just lost my job because it's no call, no show for like two months straight. So, pretty sure that's over and done with. So, I get out and it was just grind from all them there, like, I'm talking about I went from warehouse to warehouse taking buses, bus, no car. I ain't asking niggas for rides neither because I don't want to get nobody no gas money. <laughs> like, I'm literally bus, busing every day of the week. And then, you know, it just it just taught me to like, yo, to hustle. Like, you really got to work for what you want. Mm-hmm. Really. Facts. For real, for real. Like, if people was giving me shit, I probably wouldn't have worked this hard. If I was out here asking for rides and shit every day, I probably wouldn't have worked as hard to get a fucking car. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had that that drive with like, yo, I'm tired of walking in the cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm you tired be of standing out here in the cold for this for this bus. So I'm tired of being in this heat. By the time I get to the bus stop, I'm wet. I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had to go through that to really get shit that I want. 
And that's that that was like one of my hard toughest times of like, you no, know, I'm still growing up, still going through shit, but I seen some shit, you know what I mean? That humbled mm-hmm. me a little bit. Even before, you know, I went through shit younger and all that, but that was some grown man struggle shit mm-hmm. that I had to endure to, you know, really figure things out. Facts. Right. Damn, Lil, you was out there in jail in Georgia. Yo, that shit was funny as shit, man. I was sitting there, <laughs> Free you know, betting, on, <laughs> betting on soups and shit. We sitting there watching football. Betting on oohs and noodle packets. These niggas really thinking the shit money. I'm like, I can't be institutionalized like these niggas. Whew. I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no commissary. Hungry and shit. They food nasty. So <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't eating no gym food. Yo, I lost 20 pounds when I went to gym. You know how niggas gain weight, get husky. I wasn't eating nothing. Mm. I was not. That so dope. you had a mentally like the eggs was watery. Like I don't want none of this. Soupy. Yeah, the grits didn't even fall off the plate. I'm cool. <laughs> Damn, Brick that's grits. crazy. Yeah. Why do you think we should stay away from selfish people, bees? Matter of fact, before we get into that, yes, Meese. Yeah. Tell us about the time you. You know what I'm saying? You you had a humbling experience where. You was like, damn, I, I got to protect my mental. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about it. Um, I would say in, like, 2012, I had my little my little breakthrough, my little um, soul searching. Like, I went on a little soul search, and I really, like, I really found myself, I would say. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was going through, like, you know how girls have a couple homegirls or whatever. And you with your homegirls all the time, and you think that they ride for you or whatever. And it comes to find out, it wasn't like that. Like, mm. it wasn't like that. And I was going through, the, like, one of the hardest times of my life. And I found out that they was talking trash about me, about me, my craft, my family, or whatever. So it was like, it came to the point where I was just like, I'm done with all y'all. Like, I'm about to focus heavy on my craft. I'm about to like really reach the top, mm-hmm. and it kind of like it kind of like pushed me. It's like I needed to go through that because I f- I was very vulnerable, and it was people that I loved that turned <coughs> on me. Mm-hmm. So like I let my vulnerability give me power. So that's kind of like how I prevailed through that whole situation. Like mm-hmm. all my videos got better, my music videos, my photography. I really started just focusing on people that love me people that wanted to see me succeed and then that's just how I'm yeah and that's myself and that's like how I always wanted to move after that situation so I'm really thankful for that situation like I feel like sometimes you really got to be hurt to really reach a new level of you you know what I mean you got to get that strength that you never had before or that you know what I mean so it's like some shit you never had before you got to do some shit you never done before mm -hmm. and like you hurt you don't want to be around motherfucker. So it only gives you more opportunity to learn more about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I really got to focus on myself. Like, okay, they think that my stuff, my work is trash. All right, watch. It's going to be it's gonna be the shit now. So now, that's kind of... really trash or were they selfish? They, they just, they was just so... They, was, they wanted me to think my stuff was trash, but mm-hmm. everyone else thought my stuff was good. Like, mm-hmm. even when I first started off, like, I first started doing movie, music videos, like at the very end of 2011. So I will say that I really started in 2012. So 2012 and beyond, like, 
a lot of people used to say that my stuff was good. It was great. It was clean. But to them, just because I was receiving a lot of love, they didn't really they didn't really see it as that. They thought that people was like um, gassing me up or whatever. Mm. So it was like, damn, I just I just started for one. If people think my stuff is good, then why do y'all feel this way? And when you around someone like that, I just was like, man, I'm, I'm getting out of here. Like I'm glad that that happened though. I needed that. I needed that for my career. You feel me? People like that dangerous because for real, for real, they probably just could be mad at the time that you spending working on your craft that you not spending that time with them. Mhm. That's what it'd and be some, mad. It's, but that's selfishness, shit. yo. Yeah. Like, Selfish, jealous, ignorant shit. Mhm. Like I feel like they they. I feel like that they was mad that I had something that I love other than them, type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, but that's just my perspective and how I looked at everything else. I didn't think I was trash. I didn't think that my work wasn't good enough. I'm like, I'm just getting started, and it's it's a lot of people that rock with me, my personality and my work. So if I can get really good at this, then I'm just going to reach the top, like, just based mm-hmm. off me and based off my um, my determination to get, to get great. You know what I mean? Exactly. Word. So that was a real, like, uh, protect my mental type of time and then after that I just I just stayed at it like I'm gonna be popping I'm gonna get this genre rocking like my work gonna be nice and I just I just kept going and I feel like you gotta keep going when you go through stuff like that cause like people people that's closest to you they can hurt you but they shouldn't break you Mm -mm. you know what I mean yeah right and oh speaking about that people close to you breaking you one way you can not protect your mental by not building solid foundations with people whether mm. friendships relationships if that whatever you build and if the foundation not solid then it's going to be easy to de- easy to demolish mm-hmm. how do you build how do you build a great foundation if you're surrounded by toxic people though? Question on these answers. Do you do you just like do you just stay away from everyone that you ever knew or Well You know what I mean? Like how do you how does one person be around one like <coughs> it's just you you just this one person, right? And everyone's around you toxic. But you knew those people forever. Do you just go on by yourself without them, even though that's all you know? Now where are you at? Like, are the are the toxic people in the place where you trying to thrive at? Are they in the way? Are they le- leeching on you? Cause you can easily like maybe they leeching on you. If you got okay. if you got toxic people leeching on you, the best people leech on a good energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether they want to tear it up or add to it. Good energy is always the thing, you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like with toxic people, you have to be neutral with them, like, be a reflection. Not Mm -hmm. necessarily show them through you what they're doing, but, like, just shut yourself off so they can see themselves, Mm. you know what I'm saying? So, give them what they was giving you, kind of. Toxic people also leech on wheat. 
Facts. Mm. Sometimes you gotta man up and be real. Facts. Tell a nigga no. Speak your mind. Hold you know it. Hold, hold it on, live. niggas. Bro, you gotta, gotta hold it on, <laughs> niggas, man. Like, I've been through that shit, too. You really just gotta, like, know. You gotta no. tell, tell people no. For real. No. Like, you got to. Or else they gonna keep leeching on to you, sucking the shit out of you dry. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, you, you can't let you people can't take advantage of you. No matter how nice you want to be, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Shit. If you don't hurt their feelings, they gonna hurt your pockets or whatever else you got offering to them. Hurt your that's mental. That's true. You know what I mean? Definitely so, hurt your mental. That's why I always say being real, yo, is kind of the best way out of everything. Just be real with your shit. This how you feel. Tell them. Keep it low. <laughs> Word. So yeah, y'all know it's um, culture vulture month. Y'all was listening. Y'all been listening to the Church for a while episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was it's listening to uh, the Culture Vulture one this morning. Which one? Sixty two or sixty one? Sixty two. Mm. You gotta fill me in a little bit. Fill them in a little bit, little. Nah, I didn't get that far. You gotta fill them in. All right. I'll be working. Well, tune in, tune up. We talked about. We talked about a lot. We talked about the Grammys. We talked about. Um, Y'all skipped the Grammys though, cause ain't nobody watched that. Ain't show. nobody watched about CeeLo. Yeah. I talked about this nigga being gold. <laughs> now, you know, I read, he said, CeeLo wasn't there. That was Naros Barkley. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to God he said this. <laughs> but, yeah, what, what we talked about? We just talked about culture bullshit. But, look, who y'all think is a culture bullshit? Even though y'all never heard the episode, I would just like y'all perspective on it. I don't know. Please, you go first, man. Who y'all is a culture bullshit? Man. I'm not even going to say no names because I'm not I'm not that I'm having a hard time defining it, but, like, I feel like a culture vulture is a person that just puts their opinion amongst every, anything else. You know what I'm Elaborate. saying? Elaborate. What should be? Like... I don't know. Like I like, <laughs> like I, I I know, uh-huh. but at the same time, like let's say, all right. For instance, how I forget what who, what company it was like Gucci or something. Mm-hmm. They uh they came out with the Chinese slipper shit and mm. and got it off for like two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I saw that. I you saw that. Saying? Chinese That's slippers cost three dollars. Yeah, back in the day, Chinese slippers. Every John, if you if you say you didn't have a Chinese slipper, you're fucking lying. Mm-hmm. I ain't had none though. You're fucking lying. I am dead. I'm dead ass. I've never had them. All right, matter of fact, now nah, you they from Philly. For the <laughs> she from Philly, so that's different. Uh, the Philly Jones had them. Nah, the Philly Del- Jones the, had them, but had I ain't had them. They had them, but Delaware is smaller. Jones it was more compact. Every John in Delaware had a Chinese. <laughs> Chinese slipper. Jones all bearing hair. Variety wasn't wearing. But nah, so yeah, they came out with that for the 2000. But at the same time, imitation is the best form of flattery. So. Depending on how whoever made the Chinese slipper look at it, oh shit, they, you know what I'm saying? They ride my dick. Good yeah. looking. Or you could be like, hey, they stole my shit. You know what I mean? It's all, it's all on how you look at it. Like me personally, I make beats. I look up to Dilla. I look up to fucking Pharrell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I make something that sounds like them, I'm not trying to copy them, but I, them niggas influence me. Mm-hmm. I try to catch a vibe. You know what I'm saying? If it's the same vibe they catch, that's that's what it is. But she'll pay homage, like what I she did before homage. that. And if you don't, then you're just an imitator. And which I said, it's the best form of flattery. So at the end of the day, good looking. Like, it right. is what it is. Man. A lot of fashion designers do still 
a lot of things that was popping in the hood. There's nothing new under the sun. The Chinese slippers was a that was a crazy one. Like y'all really stole that and then what the what they call it's two racks? Something like that. Wow. Those same dirty slips. <laughs> wow. What you think, Lil? You got one? A culture vulture. I don't know, man, because I don't want to throw names on people. Like, because everybody do some fuck shit, but then they be doing some shit. All right, you know what? Who's uh the one boy? He was just he just had a rant on Twitter. The uh the woke nigga. What's his name? Doctor Umar. Oh, oh, you calling him a culture vulture? Umar, culture vulture in my eyes. Yo. Why? Why? Because this nigga, yo, he Why? don't never tell you what to do. He just criticized what the fuck you doing. Wasn't then he going to rant on video and he was he said cussing nigga, yo, he was, he was like, man, you can never do what I do, nigga. Yeah. What the fuck you talking about? Man? Like yo. even when he be preaching, like I know that's your man, <laughs> but yo, because I used to I used to <laughs> fuck with him. But I had to really sit back and listen to him. And this nigga really just be talking and criticizing and judging. Yo, on the real? Mm. He don't really, he putting niggas down. All the real? real. real. He's not telling niggas what the plan is, what to do, where we should go from here. He just Mm. saying, y'all niggas Mm -hmm. ain't doing this, and y'all ain't doing that. Mm -hmm. They got this, they got that, where yours at? You Mm. so busy buying they shit, and you ain't got this shit. Like yo, my nigga. So what the fuck is you doing? Mm. Funny what thing do you is, got for us? Was, What's your plans? I was just about to say. It's Give crazy. me a blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, mm. he is saying a lot, but like a lot of our leaders and like people that's really trying to push the people forward for real, for real, they taking away from us. Like they keep it a hundred, and like we still moving by what they say, and by they I mean the system. It's been proven that they killed Martin. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So we need to reevaluate what we doing, and you know what I'm saying who we looking to for de- who we depending on. We need to start depending on ourselves, and you know what I'm saying, protecting our motherfucking mental. That's it, really. That's the <laughs> only way. Only way. That's the only way. I got a lot of emails. We about to get into the emails. Rest in peace, Dr. Sabi. Word. He's a real one. Word. Um, oh, yeah, people. If you're listening, you're from Delaware, Philly. The Honeys is having another The Honeys and Friends mixed DJ by DJ No Answer, March 4th, at the Act Generation Global. Mm, yeah, yo. we back. And hold we on, got a special on, guest. On. You got to come through, bees. Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely slide. The Honeys, though. That buffalo chicken empanada. Yo, the new flavor, y'all this just. It's my favorite one. My nigga. Only had one. Come on, son. <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> Only had one. It's my favorite one. I'm convinced. That's your favorite one? Even out the jerk empanada, the one we did a commercial for? Yeah, it's over. It's over for that? Yeah. Nah, buffalo it, chicken. It, we got them both on the menu, though. I mean, y'all, y'all can have both. I'm eating buffalo chicken joints. Mm. Pineapple chipotle. You hear that so. stuff? I know you're going to hear this episode. Steph, you got to make me a special one. <laughs> Word. Mm-hmm. All right, we about to get into this email. All right, this is, from, this is from my boy Donnie. Donnie. He said, hey, Majestic Misa and all of the Church for the Wild crew, 
like to start off by saying congrats on having the best podcast in my eyes. Mm. You guys have provided so many gems of memorable moments for me to remember. I'm a New York listener and patiently waiting for the honeys to pull up to New York. Anyway, I'm a 25-year-old guy still trying to figure out this thing called life. Been through a few stressful relationships, whether with a girl or just people in general. I think one of my faults have been caring about people too much when the feeling is not being reciprocated. I admit in my past I've gone hard for others that didn't deserve it, and in return it drove me crazy and left me hurt. These situations caused me to be more focused on myself than ever before. I've learned to take these setbacks and turn them into inspiration. Protecting yourself and mental is key. I'm very aware I still got a lot to learn, and I'm trying to better myself every day. The question I have is, how do you guys deal with setbacks, and what methods do you use to bounce back? Blessings to all of Church for the Wild podcast. Shout mm. out to you, Donnie. Shout out to Donnie. Mm. Go ahead, Lil. Answer that. Setbacks, man. You can't let a setback hold you back. Mm-mm. At the end of the day, shit happens. That's how I always look at shit. I for real, for real believe everything is planned. If something happens to me, negative or positive, that shit was planned, and I need to capitalize on it no matter what it is, mm. no matter how I do it. So I don't never let setbacks hold me back and stop me from doing what I'm already doing, what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn from it. Most definitely learn from it because this shit going to come up again. There's going to be another test if you learn from it or not. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I look at setbacks as just another stepping stone to get stronger. Like, if you have one setback, it's going to get you ready for the next setback because they're never going to stop. Life doesn't always keep going up and up and up and up and up. It's going to be ups and downs like a seesaw. That's mm-hmm. how it goes. So just use your steps, your step back as two steps for mm-hmm. the next goal or next tribulations you're going to go through. Okay. Shit, honestly, Jay-Z said it best, man. Got to learn to live with regrets. Like, plain and simple. Like, there's been things done to you there's been things you've done to people you just the the best thing you can do is forgive like forgive others forgive yourself and let that shit go because it can like cripple you in the future like when you try to do other things your your mental might be stuck thinking one way because of something that happened in the past and you don't even know it like because you never faced it Mm -hmm. like a lot of people just bury shit and then hit a wall later on in life and be like damn what the fuck's going on like you really got facial realities and like everything happened everybody everybody want to do something you know what I'm saying everybody yeah nobody's perfect everybody fuck up so it is what it is you know what I'm saying take it on the chin put ice on it word you know what I mean call it join over I mean rub it for you whatever you gotta do whatever <laughs> your hands keep your is. head up Donnie yeah, keep your head up beloved word alright this from my this from this from Lil E what's up Lil E okay he said, what's up, Mies? How's everyone at CFTW doing? Everyone's doing well. He was like, hope hope all is well. I want to say I was 12 when my mental perspective changed. I'm 17 now. I started hanging out with my big sister more often. We would, parentheses, still do have conversations about life and what it is. She has, pl- she has given me plenty of words of wisdom. We go over life scenarios and how I will react slash handle it. She taught me how to treat a girl slash woman. Shout out to my little chocolate shorty. Where <laughs> he said, I definitely feel like I gotten wiser. Honestly, if it wasn't for her teaching me about what she taught me about life, how would 
I don't know how my weak mental would be. Mm. However, I'm stuck in a, in a generation where things that don't matter matter. Things like who's sleeping with who, who don't like who, etc. I've tried talking to my peers about life, but it's like talking to a brick wall. I guess my question is, how do I stay sane when I'm surrounded by this type of stuff five times out the week? I appreciate your time and love everything you do. Mm. Damn. How do you stay sane? Let me start this one. Because he around his peers five days out the week. So I would say just continue hanging out with people older than you. Because, like, in your generation, you're going to be the OG. You're going to be the wiser one out of all your peers. And you could kind of, like, maybe mold a few of your peers. Mm. And, I mean, Definitely. you know what I mean? Just be around like-minded individuals like yourself, and then you'll be all right. I say definitely lead by example. Like this, like whatever you want to see around you, be that. You know what I'm saying? And um, find whatever it is you, the life path you want to choose, and just live it till you die, man. Like <laughs> that's all I can say. So real shit, yo. I got a similar situation. I'm the youngest. My my youngest oldest. Is 10 years older than me, so I chill with her all the time. Mm-hmm. By the time I turned 12, 13, that's who I was with every day. So I went through the same shit he went through. And what it taught me was still be yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what your sister taught you, right? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Still be yourself and on some real shit, but you having that older guidance, but you having that extra wisdom that everybody else not getting on a daily basis, you going to be admired. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to act as dumb as everybody going to act. You're not going to do the same dumb shit because you already know better. You've seen better. You know what I mean? So you going to for real, for real be admired. They're going to look up to you. You just got to continue to lead by example. Mm-hmm. Not just for your peers, but shit for yourself. Word. That's a good uh, email. Word. Um, did you know? My bad, y'all. I'm about to read the next email. This is from my girl, A.N. She said, What's up, Mies? I gotta say, when you talked about the theme of your show being protected mental, that immediately struck a chord, a chord with me. I think that's a such important aspect of self-care overall in these times and in all of our lives as well, especially when it comes to stepping up to the plate and making decisions for oneself. To make a personal reference to the idea above, I recently made a decision to switch careers and pursue writing full-time. It was a polarizing move, no doubt, but it made all of the sense in the world to me. A few of my loved ones, on the other hand, weren't so keen to the idea and questioned my logic, of course. I even had a few outright tell me that what I was so dearly wanted was impossible and that really hurt me. Not so much because... They were against it, but more so because of the lack of faith I was witnessing. Damn, I've been through the same thing. When you feel invincible, sometimes a stick or stone or even a mere word from certain people can humble you, discourage you. I had plenty of days between them then and now where I felt just the same as those loved ones. And then what I was doing was impossible and the self-fulfilling prophecy began to show itself. So early on, I had to make some even more important decisions. 
I had to decide that no matter what, nothing was going to stray me from the path I decided to take. I had to understand and accept that sometimes the people I love and respect and whose opinions mattered me, most to me were going to completely dis- disagree with me and my decisions. I had to understand that those decisions were going to have to be made anyway, regardless of how people feel. In order to protect my mental, I had to decide to see it through to the end, no matter the outcome, for my sanity of my own individual freedom and my right to make my own decisions. What I've learned about protecting your mental, such as an evolving experience, is standing firmly behind the decisions you make for yourself. And working hard to bring those decisions into fruitation of sorts are perhaps the most important parts of doing so. So, there's no type of room for lack of confidence, self-doubt, or letting negativity cloud your judgment or impede your dis- process when you're working hard to prove yourself and what you want is possible. And in my personal opinion, self-satisfaction can be the greatest reward. But what do you think, Mies? You ever been in a similar situation where you had to make a decision only you agreed with? Or did you ever have to prove yourself in a way? Was self-confidence a part of protecting your mental during that time? I just previously talked about that situation. And yes, you got to like, you got to just sometimes in life, you got to just do what's for you. Because at the end of the day, this is your life. This is your body. This is your machine. This is your universe. So honestly, you have to just listen to your inner voice and do do what's destined for you. Everybody not going to agree with it. And and when you when you succeed at something, they'll be like, oh, maybe maybe people can't really see your vision for what it is and right now because it's not, it's something they can't see. So. And honestly, I don't mean to cut you off. Nah, you good. But like, that's what I was going to say when you was finished. Like, you really got to like move by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. So you might feel something within you that somebody else might not see. You might not even see it, but you feel it in you, and you know if you put... A, energy goes where... Or energy flows where attention goes. So whatever you put your energy into, your attention into, that's where the energy is going to go to. Mm-hmm. So if you think about prospering and, uh, I don't know, I mean, being a writer for yourself or, I don't know, being an artist, whatever you want to be, if that's what you put your energy into... You got to take that leap of faith and be willing to take on the road, you know what I'm saying, With no matter what obstacles is on it. And, yeah. For real. And and another thing, like, you want to be a writer. How many people in your family wrote a book? Mm-hmm. They never wrote a book, so they probably just probably trying to discourage you from writing a book. Like, they don't know, they don't know your talent that you, you could probably write the, you could probably have a bestseller in your thoughts and your family members is probably trying to discourage you but like if you let them you will never see what you can become so can't be scared to take risks word that's really what it is they never took that risk Mm -hmm. to do something that they really loved it because they couldn't physically see it Mm -hmm. exactly take a risk I feel sorry for those that don't take risks, man. I feel sorry for the people that discourage people from taking risks. Like, just because you didn't take the risk, that mean I won't succeed at yeah, the risk I'm trying to take? That's corny. I, I don't like that, man. A lot of people be doing that. It's crazy. But I got another one. This one, my boy Darius. He live out in Boston. What's up, Darius? He said, <laughs> He said, what's up, Majestic Meese? In college, I made a choice that I believe I still haven't recovered from. 
Oh, God. I was in a relationship at the time that had spanned over the multiple years, and we had hit a really rough patch. Quick backstory, we got together very unexpectedly in high school, and I wasn't totally out of my single mind state. So early on the first year, we had minor run-ins with communicating with certain females, but not the physically, not the physical involvement in fidelity. Fast forward, I learned she has possibly been involved physically with a mutual friend. Mm. Of course, I go full savage mode and think the best idea for me was to move on and get involved with another female. What I learned here is the way you, your love's account is set up, what you say and feel are two different things. <laughs> Excuse me. More infidelity followed, and ultimately a nine-year relationship ended in flames. Mm-hmm. A couple, mm, a couple of years of indecisiveness and mental instability followed. I think the hardest part is to cope with the loss of investment. I can only say she was the one. Damn, that's pretty much where my perspective on life changed for, for, to protecting the investments at all costs. Worst case, worst case scenario, buy low self. Buy low, sell high. Buy low, sell high? All right. Buy low, sell high? Mm-hmm. I guess my question is, what's what's more important to life? What's more important to life experience? Protecting the peace of your mind or protecting the love? Thanks, me. Stay cool how you be cool. Oh, yeah. man. That's hard. Um, I got you if you want. Go ahead, Bees. So what's he asking? What's more important? What's more important to life experience? Protecting the peace of mind or protecting love? I think you should gain the strength to protect both. Who says that you only can protect one at a time? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's definitely going to be hard, but it's it's not impossible. Like... That's, that's like, one thing people hate talking to me about because, like, by definition, I play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. But I just always throw another perspective in. Like, when somebody say something, like, nah, this is it, man. This is, That's what it is. And, All right. But what about, what if this what happens? About this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just because it seems so far-fetched at the time does not mean it can't happen. I'm like, and that's that's the reality of things. Like, you like the power of thought is ridiculous. Like, speaking things into existence mm-hmm. is crazy. But um, as far as that situation, um, it's kind of hard. They got, like, the nine years. Yeah. Like, That's a long y'all, time. Y'all basically grew together. I, that kind of goes back to what I was think, talking about earlier, like, just having that solid foundation. Like, if you get in a relationship with somebody and y'all not friends and y'all, I mean, go the distance and she do you dirty, like, it's gonna be kind of hard to where it stemmed from because you didn't you you didn't take the time to get to know her. She mm. didn't take the th- time to get to know you. So y'all like really strangers. Y'all in a in a sense put on the front to woe this person into you know what I mean thinking you adorable or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying and not showing your true colors. Like fart around them motherfuckers. Like <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like be yourself. Don't hide nothing. Right. Because when stuff starts sliding out the cracks later in life. You know what I mean? Then it's going to be like, uh... It'd be more of a brick with it? Yeah. than a rock. Exactly. Mm. More of a brick than a rock. But, um... Yeah, just... Build friendships, man. Like, first, get to know people. Like, show genuine love. Have genuine intentions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everything would be cool from there. 
It'll be easy to weed shit out. I think out of this situation, I think I'm going to go with what you said, B's child managed both, but he's saying protecting the peace of mind or protecting the love. I mean, I feel like, honestly, this is what I feel like. You feel like she was the one, but maybe she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was she, the one at that time. At that like, time, maybe she wasn't. So, like, at the end of the day, you got to always protect your mind. I feel like maybe she, go was, she breakups, was, man. That shit meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Especially. she was that lesson you needed to learn. Exactly. For mm-hmm. real, I feel like once you seen shit was dealing with somebody else, why do her dirty? Go on about your business. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why you do that back yeah, to her? I don't understand. That I'm gonna be a savage now with me. No, I'm not. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, I'm not. But that so hurt, after that she, hurt. after she did all that, he should have just left. That's yeah. what I would have did. Mm-hmm. He should have me. Cause human. she ain't value him. Yeah. True. Word. We human. We make mm-hmm. mistakes. Mm-hmm. We just gotta own up to them and learn from them. Word. I got another one. This for my girl B. Mm-hmm. B. She said, "Yo, yo." I just wanted to hear me say that. <laughs> she was like, shout out to you, yo, by the way, for holding it down for the ladies. You are loved by many me's. Know that. I had to touch on a hurt bay, hashtag hurt bay, because the whole topic brought me to a point in my life where I was highly hurt. My mental was at the lowest it had been in forever. I don't want to go far into detail, but let's just say I let someone bring me to the lowest points in my life mentally. There was days where I didn't eat, and all I wanted to do was sleep. I stopped working out. I was questioning myself and caught myself in the same position as Hurt Bay. Why? Why? What drove them to hurt me like this? And what did I do? I was doing nutty stuff, things I've never done before, things I told myself I would never do. I was pulling up the places, investigating all that. You know, things that love. You know, things that love doesn't make you do. I guess for me, the point was where I said enough was enough was when my 11-year-old son saw me crying in the car and told me he was tired of seeing me sad. It was a smack It was a smack back to reality. How could I allow myself to get su- at such a low point mentally that my children even notice? I've always been men- strong. I've always been strong mentally, but always loved myself and saw myself as a gem, but I had fallen and it was an ugly, an ugly place a place I told myself I would never go back. I got through it and came out stronger. My question is for you all is, what's your advice for ladies on protecting our mental from toxic relationships? P.S. I want to give a shout out to the man who broke my heart. You made me so much stronger and I could never be mad at that. With love, B. That's it right there. Mm. That's it right there. You just answered your own question. Put the salt on that joint. You got to... You got to fall off your bike to know how to ride it right. Mm-hmm. You got to go through pain to to see pleasure. You know what I'm saying? I go through the rain Just to really yes. enjoy the sunshine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain. For real. Like, you got to learn. And, like, honestly, a lot of dudes... <coughs> they really don't know how much they hurting a female. They don't, and it's from lack of God. It's like a lot of males... A lot of male figures aren't really in, specifically speaking for the, the black people. Mm-hmm. I know it's happening all over the world, but like it's really going on in the black community. But a lot of the father figures are not there. So they're not showing these men how to be men. Mm-hmm. So it's up to the ladies to pick out which one is a man. Mm. But 
like I said, the men weren't there to raise the men. I mean, the boys or the girls. So they don't really know what a man is either. And I'm not no dis no discredit to the the fathers that were around because mm -hmm. there's definitely were the men that they're holding it down. You know what I'm saying as they should, but it's just from lack of guidance. But yeah, like just hold on and just know what you want. Mm -hmm. Know your worth. I think know, that's very know important. Know your worth. For know real, your for value. Real, some men do shit that they ain't. Some men hurt women because they're allowed to. I feel like women allow these men to do these things. You think so? When you keep letting them back, hell yeah. Mm. I'm going to keep fucking up and she won't let me in this house. Anyway. So she should just dead it after. Like, yeah, you going to put them through hell. You going to cuss them out. You might hit them. Still going to let them back in the house, right? Knowledge plus wisdom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's, you, that goes back to the leeches that we was talking about earlier. If you meet a man and he disrespecting you and, he allow, and you allow him in, that's y'all understanding. That's how he gonna go about it. If he Talk if he if he meets you on a sly way, like sliding shit in there, and he gets you like that, that's gonna be your understanding. That's He's that gonna foundation be foundation that you built. That mm. foundation that you built. If he meets you on some genuine shit, his intentions are pure. He's giving you completely him, and you take that. That's what it is. That's your understanding. And if he change off of that note, then dip. Mm -hmm. like, because I know that's the that's the main thing they be like, but they always come in like that, and then they switch up once we get too involved. Mm -hmm. So that's what you he thinking, switched bro. up, right? This not the one that you met. This not the one that you really think you involved with. Exactly. Did don't allow them to keep hurting you. Mm. Because I really feel like if a man keep hurting a woman and every woman he hurt keep leaving them, he gonna figure some shit out. Mm -hmm. He gonna want to. He gonna be like, yo. I can't keep nothing around. I ain't getting no type of, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, you got to hit him where it hurts. And if you keep giving him what he really want, he going to keep doing what he want to do. Mm -hmm. And ladies, if you really want to leave that nigga alone, but he's the only nigga you was with for the last couple of years, stop fucking that nigga. It's not helping. Oh, yeah. I know some chicks that, you know what I mean? They just fuck the dude. Just cause, excuse me if I'm a little vulgar. Nah, you good. But they just <laughs> fucking on the same nigga that they don't want to deal with only because they don't want to fuck somebody else. And there's some yeah. chicks fucking niggas to keep them. Eggs. We, we call them trap bitches. <laughs> <laughs> trap they chicks. Not, that's, trap that's not working when he got, he's still cheating, right? So what the fuck, why you think that worked? Mm. Know your worth, know your value. Clink, clink. Did Medea teach y'all that? I know y'all watched it. Cut them off on that A lot of shit gonna change And it may be negative It may be positive He may stop fucking with you all along But then that let you know What he really was there for Mm-hmm. So what? Word. Shout out to you B I'm, def I'm definitely happy that you came out A stronger woman And you use this heartbreak to your advantage Yeah don't let your love girl see you like that no more baby Right. Pressure makes diamonds, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Sean. All right, this, this from my boy, Paul A. He said, there's a lot going on out here in the world. There's a lot that goes on within the confines of our own world. Mm. It's a lot of it's a lot for us to take in and process. Mm. We have so many different outlets and avenues to explore mentally, and we just and we have just as many that explore our minds. 
And because of that free-flowing exchange between our minds and everything around us, we often see our thoughts and even the thoughts of others get polluted from it all. Everything from TV to media to the radio. Our mental is constantly fed and offered things, Mm -hmm. but it's up to us to filter out the bullshit and focus on what's important. We can't let too many things become a distraction. We can't always be in a mix of everything. It spreads ourselves thin. And when it happens, it leaves our mental vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I'm such a huge overthinker. I'm always processing things, and I do my best not to do, do it too often. I used to get caught up in the maze of my mind from all the clutter of my mental. I had to teach myself not to minimize the thoughts, but to minimize the amount of things I let into my mind that so that I could so that I can't harm myself mentally and I could guard myself from the outside things harming my mental. That was a long sentence. Word. He's like, we're in a world now where information is literally at our fingertips. We have access to so much. Information moves at the speed of light. There's nothing wrong with slowing things down and taking it one thing at a time. There's nothing wrong with completely ignoring other things and not even entertaining them. Just to be sure to just be sure to do your best to focus on what you need to know and not what you want to know. What the mind needs will always be more important than what the mind wants. Mm. That's a lesson mm. all on its own. Trying to trying to de- de- differentiate Diver- differentiate Differ- <laughs> differentiate the two. I notice how you do j- just that. Just stay to yourself and those around you. My question is, how do you maintain a focus, and how do and how do they help you out to do that? Mm-hmm. Man, you said it all there. Really, just focus on you. Focus on your interests and cloud out all the mess. It's a lot mm-hmm. of mess going on. Just cloud it out and focus on your goals. Honestly, what you got to say, Lil? Don't focus too much on the problems that you can't solve. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people doing that shit, worrying about what's going on in the world, and the politics, and I, I, yeah, know about it. Know what's going on, but don't stress about it. You still got to live your life. You still got a goal you trying to reach. You still got a path you walking on. Don't let this shit oversaturate your brain, yo. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I know motherfuckers that be sitting there stressing about everything they do because they think Illuminati out here watching them. <laughs> so the fuck what? <laughs> they gonna watch you anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Word. What you think about that, bees? Mm. He touched base on a lot of shit that, I, that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. But like, how, does he, how do you stay focused? Personally, I would say through alone time you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. they categorize it as meditation but like I didn't really start doing it until I got it with my man Coley Black from Philly shout mm-hmm. out to him mm-hmm. um, yeah he, he introduced me to meditating and all of that but once I started doing it on my own I was like damn like I was already doing this but I wasn't calling it this I just was already from a young kid just secluding myself and just had time to think and just you know what I mean just analyze shit and just you know just just, just think. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't have time to think. They are surrounding themselves with people of all of all kinds. You know what I'm saying? And if, you, if your mind not right, their thoughts can become your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So when you're alone, what they think about is what you're thinking about. And if they on some negative shit, you on some negative shit. Mm-hmm. That's why you really got to surround yourself by positive people. Mm-hmm. That's how you focus right there. Surround yourself by positive, like-minded individuals. That's real shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't, you can't be... 
Like, everybody can't control the ones they grow up around. You can't. But you just got to know where to put people at. Like, mm -hmm. If you want a whole other mindset than, the, than your childhood friends, that don't mean you got to cut them off. But just know when and where to chill with it. Mm -hmm. Create that space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with space. Because if you, you ain't got to take everybody with you. Because if you out here with them every day and they still doing dumb shit and you trying to do something positive, you going to end up doing some dumb shit and get caught up in the dumb shit with them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, learn to separate yourself. You ain't got to cut everybody off, but know where to put them. Mm -hmm. And voice how you feel. Don't bite your tongue for nobody. Yeah. If, you, if you feel uncomfortable, you. If, you, if you're not in the space where you want to be, let it be known. You know what I'm saying? A closed mouth don't get fed. Keep it the fuck real. Tell your homie Joe. Keep it the fuck real. Y'all want some real. other shit. I ain't with it. Word. I fuck with y'all. But let me know when y'all just try to chill. Word. <laughs> do, that other, do that other shit when I'm out the way. Yeah. Word. Or come out my way when you ain't around that other shit. Yeah, exactly. Like something. You can figure it out. Mm hmm. Spread love. All right, a couple more, y'all. Let's do this. Show. This from my boy John. He from Connecticut. He said, "Shout out to them." He said, "Hello to the wonderful Miss Majestic Meese. I'm currently living with my dad, and this guy is a full Republican. Ooh, it's man. incredibly annoying and very tiresome to deal with after a long day at work. He retired a few months ago and doesn't get out much and just sits at home watching the Republican bias channels." Our conversations are usually small talk that within minutes develop into po political standoffs. I admit, I'm not as well versed in the politics games as I should be. I was tired of losing these talks with him, so I began to research and watch more around me so I can put up a better defense. Having said that, I bring up points and have even shown him clips I think are important. I have made him watch the 13th Amended Amendment documentary on Netflix. He plays it off as anti-right bullshit. Whether he said he said whether he believes that or he he himself doesn't want to admit he's wrong, I'm not sure. So, like the church always says, focus on yourself. To preserve my mental health, I just accept that he's going to buy into what he's fed by the media. Mm -hmm. It's very true. A lot of people watch T V don't know what they're watching for real. Mm -hmm. I clearly can't change his opinion and for the time being I have to live with him. I'm glad this went on to a degree so I could better inform myself on the government, but wish I realized that earlier I didn't need to look at it as a competition to get stressed out about it. Mm -hmm. My question... <coughs> Damn, there's so much smoke here. Okay, you good. <laughs> so his question is, do you think it's possible to change someone, or should they, or should you even want to change them if that's what they believe, or is it better for you, for your mental, to just maneuver to a better situation? Shout out to, he gave us his Twitter, at John Rich, you heard, mm -hmm. J-O-N-R-I-C-H-Y-O-U-H-U-R-D. He said, do you think it's possible to change someone, or should you even want to change them, if that's what they believe? You can't change no grown adult. Yeah, adults be stuck in their ways. Uh, yeah, for real, for real. Can't change nobody for real. I would just just curve the whole conversation because you when you dealing with older folks, though, it's really not getting around. They they gonna believe what they wanna believe. They gonna talk about what they wanna talk about. That's true. Yeah. Honestly. And that's your pop. Mm -hmm. you know that nigga ain't 
<laughs> he probably be like, man, I know everything. I ain't yeah. listening to you, boy. Oh, you gonna you gonna hear this shit? <laughs> what you think, bees? He said he's <laughs> the Thirteenth Amendment documentary was bullshit. That's what his dad said. Yeah. Crazy. All telling, facts and statistics don't mean nothing though. Telling to look up Aaron Russo, some Aaron Russo documentaries. Like. You can't change nobody, but you can you can bring perspectives to the light. You know what I'm saying? He can see one way, and you can show him another way. And you know what I'm saying? You 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 can bring a horse to the pond, but you can't make him drink. Like you can give people information all day, and like you said, we at the information age, and it's it's literally at the tip of our fingers. So now we, we're you're seeing with what minds are out there like mm-hmm. what are you doing with this information mm-hmm. we all have the, the same ability to get this access to it and if you do if you look even deep and in, deeper into it that's why they're trying to control that even more because there are people like <coughs> us out here who's trying to push you know what i'm saying protecting mm-hmm. your mental and all that mm-hmm. they want to take advantage of the people whose mental aren't protected mm-hmm. or mentals ain't even awoke exactly like, right so you can't change nobody, but you can definitely change yourself. Damn right. I'm glad that he went to research and had points to prove to his pops. But and he still don't care. Man, he look, don't that, care. That right there shows you can't change nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you can't change his mindset. Facts. Matter of fact, you said the man is just worried about politics and he watched the news. Mm-hmm. And he a Republican. You watching the same news? And, like, how you still supporting Trump? The news bashing them. Mm-hmm. People quitting. Mm. Like, yeah. that just lets you know, like, he gonna believe what he wanna believe. There's no argument there. Nice. Let that man have that. Exactly. For real. This like time. anything else. If somebody can't change nobody, let them have that. Mm-hmm. Word. This is the last one, too. This is from... um. Just read it anonymously. She just got some gems for us on protecting our mental. She's saying, allowing someone into your mental and physical space is granting them permission to your energy. They will take and they will give. What they give isn't always what they take, and what they take isn't always what you give. Practice watching over per- Practice watching a person's actions over listening to their words. The best enemy is one disguised as a friend. Take control over your energy. Take control over your mental. They can only do to you what you allow them to. Dismiss the negative without bias. Whether it be a blood relative or someone you've been friends with since birth, make no allowances for any of it. There's only one you, and you're only here once. Protect the mental. Protect your, tem- protect your t- temple. God bless. God bless. Word. That's a good message right there. Shout out to Anonymous. Word. Yeah, that. For real. So, yeah, man. That's the end of the episode. I hope y'all rate and subscribers on iTunes. Shout out to Bees. Yeah, man. Follow me on Instagram. OGXBees. O-G-X-B-E-E-Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on Twitter, OG the Messiah. Shout out to Lil. All right, you know, keeping it little on Twitter. 
real little on Snapchat. <laughs> don't be surprised if you don't see a video every day, because I swear to God, I don't got time to be on my phone like that. <laughs> real live niggas. Word. And um, the Honeys, we having another um, The Honeys of Friends in Delaware, March 4th. When the flyer slash menu drop, it will be on churchforthewildpodcast.com. And it will also be on my website, peacelivingfilms.com. And um, shout out to Dino, DJ No Answer for sitting here and shout mixing this. DJ No Answer, man. Word. He the chillest, most relaxed DJ ever. Word, he just be chilling listening to us discuss many topics for, we've been doing this for like two years. Yeah, I've been on. I've been We've been on it. Like shout to we're heard. Shout to all the listeners, and um. Shout out to y'all. Yo, keep it going. Quick, what's up? Yo, when the honey's coming back to Daily Bread? When y'all invite us back, yo, we was in there every Tuesday. What's up, yo? I'm trying to come back ASAP. Right, get y'all back in there, man. Word, get us back in there. Shout out to Deli Bread, man. Very Deli comfortable Bread. store to go into. People Black just keep posting up. Store, mm-hmm. Follow them on Instagram too. Deli Bread twenty four seven. Yeah, five West Fourth Street. Where? You already know if you in town, man. It's right by the Chinese bus station. Yeah. <laughs> Where all mad New York yeah. people be right there trying to get the bus Join back up get to top. New York for twenty dollars. You know what I'm talking about. I know if you don't live in, in Wilmington, you you hear Wilmington and think it's all crazy, but nah, we right between Market and Shipley, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not in the hood. We run the block, you know what I'm Word. saying, you see. There's cops and everything. Like, you know what I'm saying, some bullshit might happen when you're behind your back, but yo. But the cops is there. It's man. all love, it's all good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, it's gonna be alright. Word, but um, shout out to the listeners, and I'll be back soon. I'm not gonna take a whole year to do another episode. I'm giving y'all my word. Alright, peace. Be 
prepared You were given this passion not to be fed by you Only those around that really ain't by you Ready to get it in no matter what it is Cause to get to there, gotta get through this It's never gonna fight fair So keep up them fists, you gotta pay that price To get to bliss